switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Karina Tolan of Monica Tolan, the skin experts. Hello. Hi, how are you Louise? Great to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us. So I suppose, you know, the sunshine has been so good. The weather's been so good recently. But how does that affect our skin and what should we be doing? Okay, well, brilliant question. I was super excited to come on and speak with you about retinol, a form of vitamin A, because I honestly feel vitamin A is probably my favourite subject, particularly when it comes to skincare. Mm-hmm. So there's many different types of vitamin A. There's palmitate, acetate, propanate, retinoic acid and retinol. Um, and it's really important that you continue to use your vitamin A during the days of extended sunshine. Reason being, the sun actually depletes the vitamin A within our skin cell. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what's going to make our skin cell unhealthy and potentially turn it precancerous. So it's really important that we um, refill the reservoirs of vitamin A within our skin cell throughout the summer months. Now, there is a type, a lot of, many of the types of vitamin A are photosynthesizing, are light synthesizing. But there is a type of vitamin A that I love to use, which is palmitate, which is actually photoprotective. Mm. So regardless, you know, which type of vitamin A you're using, just employ really good behavior when it comes to sunshine. Keep your SPF on. And most important, keep your SPF reapplied. And then also I'm a big fan of physical sunscreens like clothing and hats and shade and umbrellas and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and just be mindful to try and avoid sun from 12 o'clock till 3 o'clock in the day. When it gets to retinol, do we need to be careful at the amount we're using in the beginning? Yeah, so retinol or vitamin A, so if you go back to how I explained that the sun depletes the vitamin A within our cell, Mm -hmm. so if you come along after many years of not um, refilling the reservoirs, what happens is the skin cell becomes deficient in vitamin A. And then suddenly if you come along then with vitamin A and start to use it, what happens is the cell is intolerant of the vitamin A and it won't receive it well. So yes, you have to be mindful of your your vitamin A tolerances initially. That's why I like to start a client off with um, the less irritating forms of vitamin A. So it's kind of like if you imagine doing a marathon, you start off with 0 to 3 or 0 to 5K and then you work your way up to that long distance. It's the same with retinol. So I like to start my clients on propanate, acetate or palmitate, which are fat-soluble forms of vitamin A, and then eventually move them on to retinol, which is an alcohol form of vitamin A. I think it's those names that kind of throw people off because they sound as if they should be bad for your skin. Yeah, I guess. And in actual fact, vitamin A is probably the most important Mm -hmm. molecule when it comes to skin health. Um, And that's why I would say to you, don't try and wing the skincare arena alone, particularly when using products or ingredients like vitamin A. Mm -hmm. Look to someone like myself, my team, or the many skin professionals around the country and, you know, use their services, use their experience, their expertise and their knowledge because they're working with this molecule a long time and on many different phases. I often say I'm conducting human trials in my clinic Mm -hmm. for 20 years. So we know what's best and we can really hold your hand and guide you on that journey for to beautiful, healthy skin and then work your way up to using um, a high dose vitamin A every day. What tends to be some of the bad habits that us with skin tend to do? Okay, exfoliation is one of my massive pet hates. It's a, it's a mm. real cheat. And just think about it logically. Is there any other organ in the body that you're going to stand down in the mm. pursuit of, you know, aesthetics? 
absolutely not. Like if I was to say, let's stand down your lungs, you'd back away from me. And it should be the same when it comes to the skin. You, your skin is your largest organ and its um, primary function is defense. So it's, its thickness is so important for its ability to protect you and also to retain moisture, keep all the bad guys out and all the good guys in. So I'm a big, uh, I don't particularly care for exfoliation and um, anything else that I don't like. You know, kind of really excessive exfoliation and microdermabrasions and those treatments that sand down your skin. They're, they're a quick fix, they're a cheat, but if you rely on them to make your skin healthy, you will essentially oversensitize your skin, which could lead to inflammation like dermatitis, eczema, acne, rosacea, etc. What should you be doing instead then? So what we want to do, actually, going back to vitamin A, vitamin A has the ability to actually thicken your skin and mm. lock down your outer layers to keep all the bad guys out. Actually, it's almost a paradox because what eventually what can happen is that the vitamin A even struggles to get into the skin because it makes the skin so healthy. So look to build the skin up and strengthen the skin. Definitely look to get your essential fatty acids in there. Your essential fatty acids in your diet, of course, we don't make essential fatty acids, much like vitamin C. We depend on our diet for it. They actually form the waterproof barrier in your skin so you know the way sometimes you might think oh my skin is dry i'll start drinking loads of water absolutely not that's not the key to hydrated skin the key the key is essential fatty acids so look to your your avocados your nuts your seeds your salmon and then if you're drinking lots of water make sure you get some electrolytes in too particularly in this weather to carry all those nutrients to yourself so obviously although we can put a lot of things onto the skin we should be looking from the inside out as well Oh, 100%, because you must remember the blood is carrying all the nutrients that are vital for healthy skin to 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 the skin. I think almost 80% of the vitamin A that you take in in your diet, possibly even slightly more, gets brought to the skin. Um, so, yeah, the, the key to healthy skin is, is what you're eating. Just remember, if you're going to have your Big Mac today, well, you're going to wear that Big Mac in about five days' time. And that's amazing. I find that so interesting because it's so true. And you do notice it, like whether it's like a little spot or a blemish or whatever happens to be, you do yeah. kind of go, oh, that. But I always kind of assume that happened a little quicker. But five days, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And inflammation as well is the greatest trigger of like inflammatory skin conditions like rosacea, acne, and also the sun um, triggers acne and rosacea as well. I only had a patient recently who was complaining about acne on one side of her face. And when I explained to her it could be the sun, she told me that where she sits where her, at her desk and work, wow. the sun beams in there. So she was going to pull the shade or move desk. She thought it was her pillow. And far more likelihood that it was the sun actually that was causing the inflammation in her skin. So, wow. um, yeah, so, you know, what you eat and inflammation and even how you eat, you know, spikes in your blood sugar, et cetera, et cetera, can all trigger inflammatory skin conditions. So is there any tips then you'd give to people kind of who would like to start making their skin healthier from today? Okay, well, definitely look at omega-3, look at essential fatty acids. And I'm going to say reach out again to someone like myself, my team, or my fellow skin experts around the country for help and support with working that vital um, molecule into the skin, which is, of course, vitamin A. It is as is, is key for um, healthy skin as oxygen is for life, especially when it comes to keeping your skin healthy and trying to do everything you can to avoid precancerous cells, keratosis, basal cell carcinoma nomas etc etc and then of course you know SPS is really really important but you know to actually get the right application and to then reapply is all very tricky so again those physical screens shutting the sunroof in the car wearing a hat if your head hair is thinning even if it's not thinning you know if you're tying your hair up in a pony to make sure that you the back of your neck and your ears are covered and um, things like that you know you have to be sensible about it too and give it a little bit of thought but when you put those lifestyle habits in place they just come naturally
this is it and then it's just simple you just put the hat on or you just close the window or whatever happens to exactly be. what will yeah. happen is you just won't like the feel of it on your skin like even when I was flying home from London yesterday and the sun was beaming in the airplane and I instinctively just shut the window mm. where others may not even realise and sit there and bask in that in that free radical activity you know but that's, to me that's poisonous to my skin so I shut it until take off that's the thing I didn't realise that actually when you're up in the air that that, that, that sun actually is capable yeah. of getting to your skin I never even thought about that yeah and it's very very strong and yours, if you're locked into a little airplane seat you can't even really move to avoid it yeah. so I always pull it down of course you just take it up, lift it up for takeoff and landing mm-hmm. and that's fine of course for safety reasons but as soon as you can drop that um, shield I would be dropping it it's very important yeah it's very interesting Karina Tolan of Monica Tolan the skin experts thank you so much for chatting to us oh my pleasure thank you so much for having me